it's getting quite grim out there. <laughs> I was I was called I was called a fucking cunt in the supermarket yesterday. <laughs> well, you know, you were pushing grannies out of the way and taking their bananas. <laughs> well, I suppose I was asking for it, but uh, yeah, that was very weird. That was the most um, hostile now I have found the whole thing. And it was just literally some dude and his son in the supermarket getting angry because myself and my wife had stopped briefly in an aisle. But uh, what can you do with that? And it was like really weird because after he was like, he was eyeballing the shite out of me. But he was like, for someone who was given out that we'd stopped in the middle of the aisle, he then proceeded to uh, stay within like two millimetres of me until I left the shop. Like, <laughs> what a douchebag. I was like, oh man, what it's are you awful. at? Yeah, it's, and, uh, and Vanessa had no idea any of this was going on because I was talking about really? it later and she was like going, what are you on about? I didn't even know that. I was going, yeah, you were telling me to go out and I was going, I'm not, because she said, oh, will you just wait outside? And goes, I'm not waiting outside because I'm going to stand here and be a man beside this other man, <laughs> you know, because like, he was trying to intimidate me. I'm not just going to walk out of the shop, have to have some sort of testosterone going on. Yeah, yeah she had yeah, no yeah. idea any of it happened whatsoever. Which, That's oh. mad. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Good honor. Yeah, yeah just yeah. be oblivious. Fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's tense in the Murphy household as well. Uh, it was a big row this morning. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I was. Were you in the right I, or in I, the I'm wrong? I'm just bad, man. I'm shit. You know what I mean? I've been fucking. Yeah, not been good around the kids. I've been hiding behind my laptop and fucking. Uh, I do this thing. I'm I'm terrible. When 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 life's getting me down and, and, and stuff's getting to me, I just I turtle up and go into a shell and I'm just like, everyone leave me the fuck alone, you know what I mean? But like two children, like cop the fuck yeah. down, you know. I do it so. too. I mean I think that's a, a man well, I mean I suppose there's two main oh, kind of responses to the world. Definitely. The other one is screaming and anger and, you know, abuse. I think yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna have one kind of you know, stereotypical masculine response to something, I think the, the the turtle shell one is probably the yeah, lesser like, of two I, evils, I, I maybe. Say, I, I used to say that on on the old comedy podcast. I used to say the people would come on and you know they would they would echo that fucking or they would parrot that thing that the the media would always say. They're like, oh, you know, we should always talk about our feelings and that and that. and I used to kind of say to people, no, I, I don't think we should talk about our feelings. I think we should keep them down and just work them out ourselves and maybe tell your best mate. But like, yeah, don't yeah, be yeah. going on podcasts and radio like I'm doing now. I'm like, I, I feel <laughs> lonely. And, uh, yeah, but anyway, I was. This is a public no, apology. I do, I do, I do no, understand that. But I like, I would shit. have, uh, I would have no YouTube channel if I didn't uh, go online and explain my emotions. <laughs> <to people. laughs> no, I know that. But, what would but, I do with but, myself? But you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, like there's a, there's a, there's an Irish celebrity that people won't know of who listen to this podcast at all called Brezzy, and he's pretty much made a career about yeah. echoing this nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we should all be open and blah, blah, blah. No, you were in a shit band. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> but it's also like, talk about it all you want, that kind of thing, but do something about it. It's The talking about yeah, it isn't yeah, the yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, I think exactly. it's absolutely fine to go, I'm feeling a bit shitty this way. Grand. Uh, if you're next week, come in and have the exact same conversation, you go, well, did you do anything about it? And he goes, no, I thought I just had to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what was that thing the lads said? Um, uh, I used to watch uh, Raylan Gibbons was the name of the fucking character in it Justified did you watch this when the lads were watching it oh I watched some of it it became homework and I just give up on it I was like yeah, oh, I wasn't, I well, wasn't I enjoying it, it enough he had, mm. he, had, he had this thing that I, I hadn't heard of before and he was like look if you meet someone in the morning and they're an asshole to you 
then they're an asshole. But if you meet five people that day and and they're all assholes, but then you're the asshole. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that and is it, true, it like, yeah. Bing! It's like, oh, oh, holy shit, I'm the asshole. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like if everyone, so, everyone in the world is uh, saying something, then the, you know, the common denominator is you, not them, you know? If you, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, I was talking to her earlier on, I was just like, okay, so, I just need to man up, cop the fuck onto myself, you know? So I do. Sorry. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, it's a tough time for all of us. Let's not forget that. Let's not kind of, there's a, like, let's not insist on being super hard on ourselves because, you know, every new age book in the world or every self-help book, you know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps, all of that. <laughs> Think about that expression of pulling yourself up from the bootstraps is that it's actually a physical impossibility to do so, <laughs> but, which is uh, not often mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um, yeah, but look, I mean, like, y- you get so involved in your own kind of head, you don't really get to appreciate, you know, how fucking lucky you are. I mean, me and you are lucky. We have houses with gardens. We can let yeah, yeah. kid or kids out and run around, fresh air and all that. Like, like if I was living in the old flat we used to live in in Katowice, we'd be all gone bonkers by now, you know? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, if I, imagine any number of flats I've lived in in my years, over the years, if I had been there now, it'd look like it's a Yeah, and it'd, like if you were living like with roommates and stuff. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Do you know? <laughs> I was about to say living with your parents, but you're living with your mammy at the minute because of that. Yeah, my mum's here. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. thank God because she's looking after the young lads. But like, I mean, she has her own stuff as well. Like, she has elderly parents. You know, or, or my dad, her husband is, is at home on his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, he's keeping busy. He's he's a bit. He's like me. He can't sit in his arse. He's out planting spuds and onions and all. And, you know. He's, he, <laughs> yeah. You know. He, but still, I mean. Obviously, she that that comes into her head a lot, you know. Oh yeah, so, I can I can imagine, yeah. And and um, you forget this because you're so caught up in your own fucking bullshit. You're like I'm the center of attention, and then you read reality transfer, and then they're like, "Well, you are the center of the world. It's just everyone else is also in the world as well." And you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Wait, hell on, oh, so I have to? Th- I oh, I'm so confused." <laughs> when everyone is special, no one is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 especially me. <laughs> I'm the victim here. No, no, I'm not. But that's that, that's another thing that comes in. You know what I mean? You've had videos about this as well, and you're like, you play up to the victim, and you just kind of have to catch yourself. Fucking. But I, I see, this is the problem. I'm being hard on myself because I didn't catch myself falling into this. You know, like, and the blame I'm going to put on, I'm going to put the blame on beer here because uh, last weekend and also this weekend, I was in bad humor, and. Uh-huh. You know, the thing that connects both of them is, well, me, obviously, but also I had had, had been having beers on Friday with people, doing these WhatsApp, Zoom parties, whatever. So that's, I, I, I'm not going to drink beer anymore, man. That's it. I'm not going to, I'll have one or two, maybe little small drinks when we're playing a board game or whatever, but I'm not pinting away. I'll yeah. talk to anyone WhatsApp and, and <laughs> that wants to get in touch and have a laugh, but no, I'm not. Not doing that again. No, fuck it. There's no point. Like, I'm not, the hangovers or whatever, it's just... I don't know what it is. Like you go from the, the from the happiness of reconnecting with your mates and having fun and the crack and all, and then the next day you're like, "All right, back to this again." So yeah, I'm gonna stop beer. Yeah, that's kind of my. It's not quite the same, but we I came to somewhat of the same conclusion, and I did a whole video about this this morning. Oh God knows it'll not be out, but in a year's time it'll all sync up. Everyone will be happy. <laughs> um, but it was just kind of because I woke up this morning in 
like the worst, like just really down. And I was kind of going, what is going on? And a lot yeah. of it's to do with like, because um, the rash in my eye came back and just, just kind of feeling over the weekend, because weekends are hard for me as well for, I can't really work out why. But it was just kind of this feeling of, oh no, nothing has changed. You know what I mean? It's the same shit again, only yeah. uh, like, you know, it's like back here, here's my depression, here's the rash in my eye. And then so we go into the future after the pandemic and it'll be back with, you know, the same people in the same interpersonal dynamics, the same fucking problems with the same people, the same conversations, the same, I'm just like, going, oh, I was expecting <laughs> the world to change. <laughs> and here I am. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, yeah, you can't think like that. But it, it's, it's going to be terrible for people and this is the point I was making in my video, that if you're expecting, there's two outcomes people seem to be expecting. One is that the world's going to change dramatically for the good, and one that the world's going to change, change dramatically for the bad. But no matter what kind of outlook you have on life, or, you know, I'm sure there's the middle ground of some people don't care, but if you have to go back to your shitty spreadsheet accounting job beside someone you hate with a boss you can't hate, and you go in and go, <laughs> You know, um, sorry, could you um, just have that spreadsheet finished for me by Thursday morning, please? And, uh, you know, uh, and this couple of other things. You're going, I thought the world was ending a minute ago. How am I meant to deal with this? <laughs> you know, this massive anticlimactical kind of... Because, I mean, the, as, as much as it, the world is going to change, it's going to mostly be the same too. You know, it's not... It's like after 9-11, I suppose, where unless you were direct, directly affected by, you know, like deaths or... Um, you know, you're part of the fire service or whatever it was, your, your, you know, your son went out to um, any number of wars after. But like, say you're from Ireland, you're not, you know, you think, oh, the world's going to change after 9-11. And, you know, it did. I have to take my belt off at yeah. the airport. Well, do you know, I was, you know, I, 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 I came across, um, there was an article about the Spanish flu and, 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 and this COVID thing. And you mean the Texas that, flu? <laughs> sorry? You mean the Texas well, the French, flu? The French flu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it was no, no, it's, the... it came, it's from America. It came out from, in, I think, Texas. I'm not sure, but it's definitely American. Oh, is American. it? Okay, sorry. It's oh, the, the, Spanish, I... okay. the Spanish flu only because the Spanish government were the only ones who would talk about it. Yeah, because they were neutral during the war and they were like, yeah, well, you know, we have to yeah, tell people about this. And all, all of the other, the, the Brits and the Yanks and, and, the, and the French were like, no, no, our soldiers, the soldiers are perfect. You know? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, and they were talking about like some of the results from it in that that um the the what do you call it the uh uh I lost my train of thought now a message came in sorry um the <laughs> Spanish flu you were looking yeah, at no, okay so so that there was some kind of uh, not socialism in the way that we think of it but back then these kind of ways that the government kind of went about helping people so like you know the, the there was the Great Depression around that time so the government. In, in the States came in and read, and just went, whoa, stop, okay, we'll sort this out, da, da, which is like, what's happening now? You know what I mean? Like yeah, Spain, yeah. Spain had a thing today, Spain are bringing in this universal wage or whatever, and they're probably going to continue it on afters as well. And we, we might see that in other countries too, I don't know yet. But economists have been talking about this for the last four or five years, and they've been saying, sure. right, like, we can do this now. Like, we're ready. Yeah. The only thing holding us back is, well, we don't know what the fuck is holding us back. We should do this thing and give money to people so they can have good lives. But like, but the article, was, the, main, the main point of the article was, was, right, look, this might bring in big social change and we might see a lot of it, but it doesn't last. Yeah, we yeah, go, yeah. We go back to how we were after that. So it's only a generation or two that have the kind of, the safety net after the crash, uh, after the pandemic or whatever. 
and then we'll go back to being nasty, horrible, capitalistic fucking swine, <laughs> you know? So, hey! Yeah, but I suppose, well, I mean, that's what happened the last time. Like, so it's not definite that's going to, like, I, 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 my kind of worry is that it would happen a lot quicker than that. Like, I, I think it could happen, yeah. you know, by July, <laughs> that people are back, you know? <laughs> and I hope not, but it's like, but it's an interesting, I think the main opposition to the universal basic income is a kind of a, um, not a mor- moralistic one, but a kind of a, a judgmental thing of that, how dare people not work? How dare people not earn their own keep? You know, yeah. God, you know, if the great unwashed get to do whatever they want, it would be fucking anarchy, you know? And this kind of sense of the people look at people who've been on uh, social welfare, you know, kind of generational social welfare where your dad is, has never worked and then, you know, the kid has never worked and how this has led to oh, any amount of, I'm not saying this, that's what people say, like, you know, to slums and to, you know, yeah, yeah, tenements yeah. and all this kind of thing. Like any research shows that doesn't happen. Exactly. That, you know, that, no. that, that, like, that's a completely different problem than covering people's basic needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides... Social welfare probably doesn't cover most people's basic needs in 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 the kind of what they're trying to do with the universal uh, income. But the problem also is that we're going to have to do it because literally ninety percent of the jobs are going away, or you know, to uh, robots or whatever we decide to call them because I'm sure we can't call them robots, but um, automatons. But also the next pandemic or the next thing we've seen that just how fragile the. Uh, most of our jobs are, you know, and not every, like, while some jobs can certainly become that kind of notion of anti-fragile, which is the Nassim Tab, Talab thing of that which gains from the sword or so within a kind of pandemic, you can, there's growth, you know, and, yeah. you know, but not all jobs, like a hairdresser can't uh, become anti-fragile because you need hair to cut. And if you can't go to people, that's the end of the job, you know, so yeah, it's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah. every thing can, can translate, but you're certainly, we've discovered, the food, that you know, entertainment, um, uh, all of these things are certainly jobs that are not, not going away or, or that are more important. And why not then, you know, kind of have an allowance for people to not have to slave away at stuff that can be automated just because we have some sort of moral sense that they might, you know, enjoy themselves or, you know, yeah, appreciate well, it's, it's life or something. Well, like, that, like, you know, working, you know, even though, you know, you mightn't like your job or whatever, like working gives you a sense and you know most people do eventually find their way into a job that they like you know what i mean yeah. like okay or, you or start off in, well yeah yeah but like yeah. you know yourself you start off working in fucking sandwich bars or pubs or whatever and then finally if you know you work work your way up and you know you can end up being running those places and liking it or you can end up changing your career four or five times and eventually you will find what you like do you know i mean yeah like there's very few people in their 50s 60s who hate their jobs do you know what i mean that yeah that's true i had i suppose i haven't thought about that but is that just more they're institutionalized at that stage though uh, uh, well, i mean <laughs> yes and no but like but some people want to be institutionalized yeah you know what i mean yeah like like you know the, the people who get on the best in offices are the ones who like hearing the bell ringing at one to tell them they can eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mendeley's yeah, yeah. dogs or whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, th- but th- that's fine. Me and you aren't like that because, well, I mean, you're a proper artist. I, I don't know what the, still don't know what the fuck I am. But like... That, 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 that's pretty much the definition of all artists. I don't know what I am. <laughs> so you're an artist. Like, that's just yeah, it. well, <laughs> I, I need to learn to fucking draw it in or something at least, you know? I don't uh, know. Like, you look at someone start, like Bill Drummond. Making... And he says... I, <laughs> 
I got invited uh, uh, to be uh, in, in this uh, show and uh, it means that I'm an actual artist. And I goes, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At, least, at least I have the bit of woodwork downstairs to keep me busy or whatever, you know. But I don't know. May I'll write this book eventually and see what happens. Whatever, you know. But I, the thing with the, the universal wage thing is that suddenly, like, no one's coming to take your job away. It's like you can still work. Like, it's not, that's not... The idea, like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like like there's still going to be some amount. Of, like you're still going to need, to a certain extent, accountants because computers certainly aren't going to uh, have your tax interests at heart. <laughs> of course, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know, because you know yourself, like there will be certain sections of the population who will just use it and abuse it, and you know they'll use it for a drinking session or drug binges or whatever. But like, they already do that. Yeah, like it's you like the, it, it's. It's not good. Well, I think the fear is that it's going to allow more people to do that, or in a sense. But I, th I think that if people, people are going to do what people are going to do, and I don't think people need an excuse to do these things. I think they always can find an excuse to do these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to say that all institutions and all these things are perfectly fine, and you know, we sh there isn't kind of better ways of doing things. But I think any of the excuses, are excuses, any of the reasons of opposition to the basic income, I've kind of feel judgy rather than based in actual economics say you know yeah, but, yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm not an economist so i don't know like it might that might be yeah. part of it like yeah yeah, yeah 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 don't know we'll see like what's going to happen i i honestly have no idea because i i just don't know i don't know i know well i've listened to tons and tons of stuff but i've been talking about this for ages with yeah. anyone who would listen to me saying the money's there why aren't they giving it to us you know yeah and finally now it's it, it looks like it's about to happen and people are like oh Okay, this is because, you know, I, I, I kind of expected it would be when uh, more like the AI was taking over jobs like, you know, you know we're, we're not that far away from not needing taxi drivers anymore or lorry yeah. drivers. We're not or, that far away. You know, you go into a shop and it's like the new Amazon shops where there's literally no one yeah, walking yeah, in. Yeah, that, yeah, that stuff. yeah. I thought Which that's... from a pandemic sense is way better, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's when we would see this, this brought yeah. in then, you know, or, or kind of phased in a bit more. Like... This is brought in a bit quickly, but like, look, maybe it was going to happen in 10 years anyway. And if they have a chance to do it now, then maybe they should just take the opportunity and go with it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'd love, it's, it's the old kind of journalist in me, is that I'd love to know more about what we're not being told, you know, because sure, there's, yeah. there's only so much on the news. And finally, you were the first person who shared a bit of good news with me today about Austria. But yeah. like, so much of it is is concentrated on uh, what's happening now, and like there's this kind of cautious conservatism or neoliberalism in in the articles about what may happen. But it's not like they're not saying what's going to happen. Everyone's just guessing, and which is nonsense for me because obviously there's people working in the background. There's, how many countries are there? Three hundred countries, we'll say, yeah. all of their departments of finance are trying to work out what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just tell us. We're not stupid. We can process the information ourselves, you know, instead of being all mm. shadowy and just, well, maybe this will happen, maybe this will happen. Maybe. Oh, come on. Like, do you know? Well, I suppose it's probably they don't want to say something that they then have to not do and then it seems like, like they're kind of flip-flopping. But, that, like, I mean, that's but they're politicians. Is, that's what politics <laughs> is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I know, I know you're not being a contrarian here, but like, you know, every politician is afraid to come out and have egg on his face. Sure. 
But that goes with the job, man. Of course, you know of what course, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. man up. No, you see, the, the, yeah, yeah, the thing is, like, I mean, I do agree with you, and uh, but I'm just, if, rather than, as you say, I'm not trying to be contrarian or I'm not, try, it's, not even trying to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of looking for, I don't know, there has to be some reason other than they're bastards. <laughs> you, know I mean? like, other than, you know, a shadow cabal of uh, 12 men in a room who secretly run the world and go, hmm, basic income in Spain, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I was, I was really surprised by something today. That someone was talking about, because Boris Johnson spent the night in hospital. I think he came out or something today. But they were oh, saying that... Oh, well, I think he's still in, isn't he? He's getting, oh, he's still in. Uh, they're keeping him in. Okay, well, whatever. And yeah. then, like, some idiot puts out a press release and says, well, he's still working just as hard. And then, don't say that. Yeah. Say he's not working. He's trying to make himself better. He's resting. Yeah. He's recovering. Don't say he's still working because then, you know, your man who's driving the lorry to Lidl with our lettuces, is he has the sniffles and he's like, well, you know, Boris is working and I'm going to keep working. Oh, I'm not a pussy. No, be a pussy. Stay at home. Be well, as you say in your videos. The, yeah, the, 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 the UK, though, have that very kind of stand-up against... Oh, stiff up or lit bullshit. Yeah, yeah and it's nonsense. Like, and it is part I mean, of that. And I mean, I understand that they, in times of war. Reason, you know, the only reason you guys took over the world is because you cut down our forests and made them into boats. <laughs> 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 and now we've no forests. Much, yeah, and they don't have much of the world left either. So. Um, yeah, no, I just, I don't understand. Well, I do understand it because I, I've, it's, I've been aware of it my entire life, that kind of stiff upper, upper lip. But like, I mean, Irish people have a tenacity, but in a completely different way. It's more like we can endure stuff rather than we, we necessarily will, you know, show the man. It's like, yeah, right, yeah, 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 we, yeah. Can, we yeah. can fucking do this and we'll show you we can do it and we'll yeah. come out the other end. Yeah, and then us. we'll have a... Fucking hell of a party when it's over. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's, but that's the Irish way. It is. It is yeah. the Irish way. It's, it's simple. It's like, it'll be grand. Yeah, it's, you know, that's, that's it. it. It'll that be is grand. it exactly. It. Yeah. It'll be I'll all be right. You know, will be. All right. It's it's a con yeah. now, but it'll be all right. Like. Yeah. But just sometimes right. you have to say to people, but it's not grand. We have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The dog will be grand. He has two legs missing. He'll be grand. He'll be grand. He's not grand. He'll be grand. And then two weeks later, I know the dog's grand. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'll tell you, though, I did notice, though, uh, um, that there is that kind of slight shift in the news feeds today and yesterday. In the, I try my best not to listen to news, but Vanessa has it on. And in the news today, there was um, the first story wasn't a coronavirus story. It was a terrible story, but not a coronavirus story um, about an accident in the country. And then the fourth story was a sports story. So the, like the, yeah, Mick McCarthy left something. Yeah, someone yeah, else yeah, got yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, I don't know. You know all about that. But it was just like, oh, well, that's interesting. That's the first time I've overheard a news cycle that wasn't a hundred percent you know, pandemic, pandemic. So it yeah, seems like they're, yeah, yeah. they're now feeling it's okay to, you know, add a bit of sport back in or add a bit of different thing. And then we had the, the Austrian thing uh, announced that they're going to start opening smaller shops from next week. Now, it's the equivalent of what we actually have here already, but it's, it's that's not the, po- not the point. It's that <laughs> there's a kind of a, we're on the, on the other side. But they, I think they locked down the same time as you, didn't they? Like they, they were Yeah, they were, they were pretty fast, yeah. 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 But how does that they, work then, though? Like, because when they open it up, or they just expect, well, there's going to be a rise in cases, but because people are talking to each other again, but we're more able to deal I, with it. Is that is yeah, that the idea? Yeah, I'd say that's what it is, man. I'd say they've said, right, well, that's how bad it can be. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I was trying to work out in my head the other day is that, like, all oh, right, well, if if you're going to get it, 
you surely would have gotten it by now. Do you know? Unless if, if we hadn't a lockdown. But the fact no, that but you're even, locked... with, even with the lockdown, I mean, you're still going to the shops and stuff, you know. And you're supposed to, you can get it off handles, you can get it off fucking shaking hands. What? And I know Irish people are mad about shaking hands, but in Poland, like every time, you, like if if Tommy, how many years do I know you? Five, six years now, yeah, more. Jesus, I don't longer know, eight, than that, decades at least. Yeah. So <laughs> I know you ten years, and let's just say me and you were working in the same office for ten years. Every day we meet, we'd shake hands. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's mad for Irish people because in yeah. Irish people, you generally only shake hands the first time you ever meet and then never again. <laughs> or maybe at a funeral. <laughs> if you're agreeing on something that involves or a money. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, but so in Poland, so I, I think that's why Poland was so quick on it because, um, like the Italians and the French and the Spanish, uh, women kiss when they meet, when they meet women, yeah. they kiss, when they meet men, they kiss. And this is how, how you transfer. So Poland was like, shit. Lockdown <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Whereas the Irish are like, ah, sorry, people don't shake hands. Be grand, be grand, be grand. <laughs> you know. But, but but I don't know. Like I I I I I wonder if this is the Austrian thing. If that like right, it moves so quickly through everywhere. Like that little skiing village that I go to. There's only two or three thousand people living there, and they had four or five cases when Poland had four or five cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like and it's tiny. So I maybe that. It sweeps through these countries so quickly that maybe if you're in the high risk bracket, then maybe you've already come into contact with it. And now they're like, they're taking a calculated guess and just saying, right, well, we could handle it when it was bad. Maybe now if it spreads a bit more, it won't be as bad. And hope. I, I don't know. I don't, that's it has to be because at some point they want us all exposed to this. Bec- yeah. Otherwise it becomes seasonal. Like we all have to build up the antibodies. To this. Yeah, like yeah, the herds. Yeah, yeah. Thing, the herd, what's that? Um, herd immunity. That thing. That was the UK's original kind of, and Trump's, I suppose, to a point too, that he, this. So there has to be, we have to get exposed to it. But I, what I'm thinking, I don't know. Again, not only only am I not an economist, economist I'm also not a medical expert. Um, there has to be a point where to go and let it out. But we're, yeah. we're, we can deal with it. And, but like, yeah. if you don't let it out, then next February. Hello, there he is. Yeah, Can everyone go back yeah, into yeah. their houses, please? <laughs> yeah, also, like that. who made Bill Gates king of the world? What is going on with that? Like, that's yeah, I've like... seen some things about this. What's what's going on with Bill Gates? I've not really been following it. Uh, Bill Gates has become king of the world, um, okay. and that everything that he says about the pandemic is to be accepted as um, a medical expert. It seems so. It goes okay. that if you have billions of pounds, you have also achieved some level of uh, doctorate of medical studies. Well, where's that fucking goat blood drinking psychopath Zuckerberg? What's going on with him? They're awful quiet. What's going on with him? Um, I think he ran out of adrenochrome and uh, he's uh, <laughs> in hiding with Tom Hanks, Russell Brand, and uh, some other yeah. people. No, but the, but the Bill Gates thing is like it's an interesting. He's like. Oh, it's just uh, basically anyone I see on any of my social media who mentions 5G or Bill Gates or Ugh. a number of other trigger words gets an immediate <laughs> red card. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Even if it turns out that 5G does give you coronavirus, I'm still unfollowing you for saying it. I saw, there was, I saw a good one. There was a good one today some girl had put up. Maybe you retweeted it even. Um, and it was like, uh, since when have people in Offaly become so upset? No, Offaly's this mythical... Uh, county in the middle of Ireland that hardly anyone has ever been to and we don't even really know if it exists but if it does <laughs> exist all the women have uh, marks 
on their thighs from their Wellingtons they've been wearing them for so long and the men have four teeth collectively so that's awfully right so and she's like like since when do people care about 5G and Offie we don't even have 4G (laughs) great you know there must be like one phone on the market that has 5G yeah I mean like I was thinking that today like people are going oh you know let's burn in burn down the 5G uh, thing in England which turned out not to be a 5G uh, phone thing <laughs> at all <laughs> no it's just it's just a phone tower right. um, uh, yeah because my phone certainly doesn't have but I know that's probably not um, it's more than just phones but people I have reading a thing today go like 5G has been around for a while like it's just that it's been implemented in different ways and that uh-huh. it's you know and then there was this kind of insistence that it, you know, it burns animals' brains or something. And says, well, that can't be true because now that everyone left the cities, all the goats are coming back in to the areas of 5G and seem grand. Maybe there's stronger 5G. It's found the stronger. Yeah. 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 And like, <clears throat> Bill Gates' thing is that he's saying that everyone needs to be vaccinated and everyone needs to you know, get the chip put inside them and all of this kind of stuff. And he says that oh, he's saying met- this about the chip, is he? Well, here's the thing. He's saying things that people are uh, then putting together as snippets okay. that make him sound like he's saying. He is saying these things, but not in kind of... Because he said a thing about, like, there's a chance that public gatherings won't come back. And then people are, Bill Gates says public gatherings won't come back. But it's like, yeah, yeah, unless yeah, we yeah. sort all this out, <laughs> you know, yeah, unless yeah, you do something. Yeah, 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 but he yeah, does yeah. still seem to be kind of overstepping. But he has opened up um, seven factories working on vaccinations. But also there's something about that he's testing these vaccinations on black kids in Africa, which is like kind of very suspect and like on. Well, why isn't he? Well, I mean, why isn't he doing on white kids in Africa? Oh, yeah, that's because there aren't any. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but why Jesus. do it in Africa? You know, why, 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 why always go there? Yeah, it's cheap, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's like, it's like, I don't even know if that Africa thing is true because there's yeah, so yeah, much yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. and you're just yeah. kind of half reading stuff I mean, to there were, get there to the point where you go, nope. Um, there's something I would like to change after the pandemic and it would just be that countries become... No, I know Ireland is food sufficient. Ireland is very, very good at food. Ireland has too much food, and so they export it. Just like Poland, yeah. all right? Yeah. Uh, Poland's agriculture sector is still massive, as is uh, Ireland's, which is good for me and you. We'll have plenty of food, good. But, like, I hope that countries kind of realise that, like, we have to, we can't be relying on China. We cannot get all our stuff made over there. I mean, no. every, not everyone, but most households can afford a 3D printer now. You don't need to buy the toys. You fucking make them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you can make your own things like Legos and put them together, put a little engine in or whatever. And like, I see, I like that about Austria. Austria's a place I go to. Well, I used to, be, I used to go every year until I had kids, and then they've ruined it. <laughs> no, no, no. Austria's very expensive, but Austria's mm-hmm. expensive because it has this thing about we'll try and do everything we can in our own borders, and not right. in a nationalistic way, but it's just that we don't want to have to rely on other people. You know what I mean? And, you know, like, it's not a xenophobic thing like that or like that, but it's just that, like, we shouldn't be exporting our fucking crap industries to somewhere else when, like, we actually can do it, you know? Yeah. I'd like to see that change, Tommy. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I mean, like, and I think you will see stuff even more on a kind of localised level where you'll see people having, you know, the vegetable patch back in the garden for a yeah. while, like for three years until they realise <laughs> that it's work and, you know, the world hasn't ended. <laughs> and all that and then just go back to spa buy their spuds but uh, yeah and I mean I, I think we have to kind of kind of uh, delineate between being self-sufficient and thinking we're being racist <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah. it's, like a, it's okay that John 
um, you know, he he has all the spuds and he's going to grow all the spuds for us and we're going to eat all the spuds. We don't need guy from other country to grow spuds for us as well. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not racist. Yeah, <laughs> it's not at all. Not racist. Yeah. 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 Um, I hope it doesn't lead to stuff like that because I did, I did see another horrible article about like how, uh, uh, you know, this lead, the, the worst case scenario and it was just dread and horrible and war and concentration camps and I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe look, that's some ways people. That's some people's way. Well, I mean, I'm a bit like that. Like my way of dealing with this thing at the start was to try and learn and know as much about it and be prepared for when it came. And like, really, it's only really this weekend where I've had a wobble. It was a, a yeah. pretty big wobble, I have to say. But you know, um, yeah, it's strange. So that my wobble too. Like, I mean, it was it, it came out in a different way, but it's ex- exactly the same time you know yeah. it's like oh well it, you know it's it's all to do with the pink moon we're about to have the pink blood oh, moon oh right okay yeah, right which is tonight no it's 7th on the night of the 7th and 8th I don't know man the whole moon thing is a bit mad like I'm not into the astrology astron- what is it astrology? called astrology astrology As- astrology or astronomy which is the Astro- good one ah, depends on who you ask <laughs> <laughs> the astrology is um, the one where um, planets stars moons yeah uh, affects your love life and astronomy is when you just look at things <laughs> and see what's going on. Yeah, so the first one, even though there's a, there's a, there's, there's a couple of symbols behind me, this old blanket I have. Uh, um, they're astro- they're um, alchemical, not astrological. Astrolog- oh, nerd! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, no, but I, 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 the whole... I think moons do definitely affect people because I know from working in pubs, I worked in pubs for like 11 years, 12 years, full moon nights were fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, people say the same. Nurses work in the ER that, that it's the same. Though they have done studies, and the studies have shown that no, they're not any different. But kind of <clears throat> anecdotal, anecdotal, that word, evidence, and people's general experience definitely suggests the opposite yeah. of that. You know that there does seem to be. Well, like I mean, lunatic. Like that didn't come out of oh, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Like, exactly. It doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think there's something to it. But but then again, I like my big problem with astrology is that like well. Sorry, there's 12 signs and 13 moons. Wrong. You're all wrong. Everything is wrong. All your dates are wrong. Stop it. <laughs> well, you see, there, 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 there's answers to them. And some people have to have got 13 signs. It's in, in different Oh, there's supposed to be 13, yeah. They just yeah. don't use 13. But, but in the Celtic tradition, there is 13 signs. But they don't use um, uh, star systems. They use trees. Indeed. Yeah, yeah that's mad, isn't it? I'm a vine tree. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. if that's I don't know what that means. I mean, I get into places I shouldn't go. I'm annoying. <laughs> Relentless. You're, you're you're gossiper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know, poison, poison ivy, for example. Yeah, that's fine. Like I mean, it's all though, isn't it? Like a vine. Like it's not something that you would uh, like associate with uh, Celtic countries at all. Oh, that's shit. a very vinyl type shit. area. <laughs> Just crap. And even in the proper star signs, I'm a Virgo, which is shit as well. Right. <laughs> I'm a Leo and I'm very much a Leo. So I mean, and my son is also a Leo, and I was I was so proud that he he came in in the in the best in the best outside there is. <laughs> yeah, sure. Look, whatever. If you're into it and it works for you, then fucking go for it. Well, there's that old expression that says that uh, millionaires don't believe in astrology, but billionaires do. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was watching the the Alan Moore thing you sent me. He's, uh, yes, yes, isn't yes. It, that's what I want to ask you. Um, like, for, for you as someone who's 
into the woo and is someone who is known and well respected in the world of woo. Which I did some digging on you, Tommy. Loads of oh, people know you? who you are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. I No, 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 no. I mean it like uh, you know, Tommy's uh, well respected. He came up with this uh, servitor, uh, servitor. Am I saying it properly? Yeah, uh, yeah. Deck and all that kind of stuff. And oh yeah, he's the man. Like fucking look out for him. So it's like oh cool. Yeah. Right. And yeah. um, but uh, you know, who, I, uh, I some, who are these people? Who are I don't know. <laughs> some fucking forum I found or oh, thread right, right, okay. blogs or something like that. And but like, <laughs> it'll be grand. You know, for some, for, yeah, you're grand. Don't worry about it. Right? Don't don't get a big fucking head. All right. You're better <laughs> oh, when you're playing damn. the victim than the fucking egoist. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> I am a Leo. <laughs> let's let's say you have you have these two characters from the world of comics. Which you're obviously also a part of as well. You've Grant Morrison and, and, and Alan Moore, you know? Yeah. And their ideas aren't all that different, really, when you boil no. them down, but there are some differences between them. Like, where do you think there's this connection of fucking comics come from? What is it about comics that, that maybe led these two into magic? Or, you know, what? what's the question I'm trying to look for here? What, what, what's the common ground here between the comics... And you say yourself, Grant Morrison and Alan Moore, these three wizards, you know? Uh, I, there's a number of reasons I'd say for that. One of them is the um, budget element of comics that it allows you, you know, if you're drawn to magic, then you're also, I assume, drawn to creating your own things and being, you know, in a, a kind of um, a to-do type person or whatever. And it's much easier to, to do a comic than it is to do a film. Uh, you know what? It's it's you can do grand things. We can do that with books too. So that doesn't fully answer why why comics over than say books. Mm. But both Alan and uh, Grant have written books too. Um, I think it's also the um, the fantasy element and this thing that's associated with it, especially with Grant Morrison. Um, it's the superheroes as archetypes, and the, he would see them as the new gods and um, or the equivalent to the gods and stuff like that. And Alan Moore also has the the kind of um, Somewhat similar notions, but not, not like he would. It's, it's hard to know what Alan Moore because he, now he says things like he hates superheroes and all that, but yet still did Watchmen and all that. But he, he Watchmen is more deconstruction of superheroes. Yeah. Than it is a kind of a putting them on a pedestal in the way of Grant Morrison. Um, but also art and drawing things and you know that kind of thing is a kind of a very magical act. If it's to believe, it's one of the very first magical acts we did in that you know the cave drawings and the. Um, Thing so it's it's like there's all little tiny wee bitty answers that um don't probably make up onto to a coherent or satisfying <laughs> big answer. I don't like that answer. Keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah. did, did, no, but like, are, are there many more uh, artists who are also into chaos magic and magic, or is it just something that like oh he might be into that, but we don't really know because there's this whole um, thing coming well, out of well, the broom closet and. Yeah, no, um, well, Warren Ellis, who you'd know from Transmetropolitan, yeah. he wrote Injection um, with an Irish guy, Declan Shelby, um, which has very much chaos magic ideas about this whole idea of writing an AI program and injecting it into reality, and it goes wrong. So it's that kind of, you know, thing. I, this is one of the books you recommended in the... Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You should read that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have, the, like, uh, a guy called Mike Oming, who's, uh, he did a, a comic, he's most known for a comic called Powers, but he also did that... Adolf uh, and Alistair book with uh, Doug Rushkoff um, about Alistair Crowley and uh, Adolf Hitler and it's like kind of the magic stuff behind that. But he also has uh, many of his own comics that are magic. But he's probably more coming from a, 
I suppose, a conspiratorial, um, in the way you would come a little conspiratorial in your sense, UFOs and, you know, kind of Graham yeah. Hancock. And I don't know if you're into Graham Hancock, but that kind of thing, rather than, you know, um, <laughs> reptiles, shape-shifting yeah, or yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know. Like, mm-hmm. 5G. Um, 5G, <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah, but I mean, it's... Um, you do come across some people as well, and there's a couple of books. There's a, one done recently called The Book of Magic. Of course, Neil Gaiman would also be in it, but he's like, he, he's, he wouldn't be kind of overtly, he wouldn't call himself a magician in the way Grant Morrison and uh, Alan Moore would, but he certainly has magic aspects to his, his books. Like, you would see. Oh, yeah, for magic. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. American Gods and Stardust and all that. Like, American Gods is full of wood. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, but um, what I, I would suspect he sees it more as fiction than he does as an actual thing that's in reality. Yeah, I'm going to go downstairs and look at the covers of his book now and see if there's like yeah. sigils hidden on it and <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> but ultimately, I don't know. But, I mean, it's in films too, like, and it's in music. So it's it's like like you have like people like the Antwort who kind of have fallen from grace largely over the last while, but they have like... Massive into Chaos Magic, sigils all over their albums, sigils in their ah, videos, very much, okay. you know, the whole hyper-sigilness of certain different things. Um, Damon Albarn doing the whole book or the whole album about uh, John Dee and the whole opera, you know, so that, that he says he'd been thinking about these things for years and when he finally came across this character, he goes, well, here's a historical thing that, you know, is kind of mm. an encapsulation of all these things I've been thinking about. And you certainly find, you know, that you have... So I don't like. Is it just comics? I think it's creativity in any any of the arts. You're going to find um, that kind of because people who are drawn to magic are also drawn to creativity and expression and I suppose trying to mold reality. And one way of molding reality is to create art. I think it's still yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a sa- yeah. it's not a satisfactory answer. But I don't know if there is a satisfactory answer. Uh, probably not. Like there's a probably like there's probably tons of artists you could think of who. You'd be like, well, yeah, well, he's a chaos magician, but like he might not even know it. He's not into magic at all. He just lives yeah. his life on the alternative slow in a reality transurfing kind of way, you know? Yeah, well, like, but, look like, at the KLF and go, like, would they remotely have considered themselves chaos magicians? It's highly doubted, but they certainly mm. are. You know, it's yeah, yeah, come yeah. on to that, that, that. Well, I don't know. I mean, did you listen to the BBC thing? The play? No, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, okay, I'm about that... four or five episodes into now, and, and the book, the Illuminatus book, is referenced a lot. Right. So remember me and you were saying in the podcast, like, did he know, did, did, did Drummond know what he was up to? And yeah. it turns out then, according to this play, like, they, they, they well, Drummond, he still, still don't know if he read the book, but uh, <laughs> Croy, what's the other film? Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Calty, Calty. Calty. He definitely yeah. read it. Right. Do you know? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's where it comes from. And this whole kind of fuck you of the Discordians kind of turning shit on its head. Is definitely in it, you know, and 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 the thing I said about buying their souls back—that that comes up in it as well. There is know? another biography of the KLF that's um, a very non-fantasy or fantastical version of it that I, I just started reading, and it's very—it's—it starts off good. If you're into that kind of stuff, go read John Higgs's book. That's for you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear about like record contracts, where the mesh, you know, the meetings right. with the, the thing, this is the book. So okay. it'll be interesting. It's, I have to assume it's probably a, le- a less exciting book if it's that kind of way. But it's probably a more standard yeah, musical yeah, yeah, biography. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. To, uh, but he probably uh, admits, omits stuff um, that would also be relevant in the way John Higgs probably sees things there that aren't there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I they mean, have their own well, book as well, um, 2023. Have you come across that? No. Which is, seems to be just a, a, a massive rip-off more than anything of Illuminatus. It's written in exactly the same type of prose. <laughs> Even mentions Ferdinand Poe, which is a, a big thing that happens in yeah. Illuminatus and stuff like that. But they say the first 100 pages, the reviews say the first 100 pages are brilliant. And then the obviously just said, oh, we just finished this. <laughs> just ah, done. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. A bit like, uh, wasn't the, didn't the Beatles finance the Lord of the Rings animation? And it uh, gets about was, halfway through it. And then and they run out of money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. And then it's just like in the middle of it and they go, and here ends the Lord of the Rings. Go, no, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it was the Beatles though, but I do know the animation you're on about. yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly I mean, George should... Harrison on his own because he exactly ah, okay, produced films okay, and all that. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like Tolkien was probably into stuff as well because you know the J.R.R. symbol—that's very much a sigil. Yeah, and he created thing. an entire language and yeah. all of that stuff. Like, it's hard to know. Was... Like, yeah, and like, sorry, yeah, it, it's like. Define a magician, I suppose, is, is if they call themselves a magician or is it what they do? Or, But I mean, Alice Crowley says every intentional act is a magical act. So at their, by that definition, literally everyone is a magician, which is yeah. Crowley's, Crowley's absolute point. Is that if you walk up to a door and, and you go, I am going to use my hand to open the knob in this door so I can go outside, magical act. Um, so, I mean, doing your spreadsheet <laughs> in, uh, in an accountancy firm on, on the Thursday <laughs> with the boss here, it's a magical act. And I suppose then, then you have to say then, if that's the case, then is the intention the thing that makes um, it the magic? And if so, then it would only have to be magic if the person themselves believes it's magic. Yeah. So, yeah. It's hard to know then. Because the, where does that leave the KLF? Because if they weren't taking <laughs> magic, they were still certainly acting um, with magical ideas. Yeah, well, no, I think, I think, well... Listen to the BBC thing yourself, but I think Drummond was kind of the instigator on a lot of stuff. And he would be like, well, like, for example, the the film they did with the driving across the country. And it's like, well, oh, yeah. we've been sent this contract by someone called Ting and they did a service. So like, you know, like the universe is saying, like, we have to do this. Like, <laughs> we just like his logic, like, like, you know, we got this letter from someone who did, did, did this thing or at least who says they did this thing. So like, you know, we have to follow that. Whereas like most people were like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't bother. Yeah, yeah. But like he sees this as his divine intervention from something, and it's like, well, we have to. Do, the universe is telling us like we have to. Like, we have, Tommy, 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 <laughs> Tommy. We have, we have to do this, Tommy. Tommy, we ha you're not listening to me, Tommy. We have to do yeah, this. Yeah, but you see, you're saying this, but you were also a guy who, instead of following a UFO to its conclusion and seeing what the secret was at the end uh, of it, I you know. Went home. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I still regret it. Yeah. I'd love to know what that was. <laughs> well, it was a sign from the universe that was saying, you have to follow me. And yeah, you didn't. you have to follow, and I didn't. Uh, but maybe maybe you've saved yourself from a future of burning a million pounds <laughs> on an island <laughs> in the North Scotland. One of the 30-day challenges I want to do is like what they do in um, the Hellier uh, series and uh, get hypnotised to... Uh, or to try and meet aliens first of all, and then if it doesn't work, then go and get hypnotized and pretend and get and, and in your trance, then you're you're told that you meet aliens or whatever. I mean, that sounds terrifying, but also <laughs> awesome. I even know like the hill, the hill I want to go to, where like there's not many stuff around. And that's where I'd sit and just say, right, come on, let's get this over with. Yeah. I have the lube. <laughs> <laughs> 
You bring the anal instruments. Let's make this a party. <laughs> then there's some old knobbly jointed Polish cow farmer bounding down the hill. Oh, oh, oh I'm get you. <laughs> Don't know why he's speaking English, but. Um, Where can I ask you? You. Um, you got recommended a book by David Strickland, I, um, yes, um, and you started reading some of it. Did you? Yeah. Uh, um, what's the story there? <laughs> yeah, so it, right, it's called Stealing the Fire from Heaven. It's by a man called uh, Stephen Mace. And um, yeah, to be honest, it, a lot of the kind of, I suppose I'm maybe covering a bit of stuff we did last week as well, is that like my kind of trepidations about chaos magic and what it really is and trying to separate what it what 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 I thought it was to what it is and then to what it is for me because that's yeah, 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 yeah. this the yeah. subjectivity of it that is the most important for you which is yeah. what I learned uh, from you last week but like well it, that's, just, it, that's in my opinion <laughs> other opinions are available <laughs> well I... fuck them I'm going with yours Tommy <laughs> <Right on. laughs> <laughs> no but it's like this one, like within within the two or three pages, I was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. This this guy's on my fucking wavelength here, you know, because for me, I've kind of thought of thought about like, okay, you're, you're hacking your subconscious, but at the same time, it's like you're still talking to demons and angels and whatnot, gods and whatever. But but he says in the book is that right? Look, okay, this is this is psychotechnology. I was like, ooh, right. I like the sound of that, like, you know. <laughs> but he's saying that all, all these things are in your head. They're all in your head. So, like, you can do the summoning and the banishing and the rituals if you want, but you don't have to because it's all in here. You just need to tune into it and then talk to it. And there's a bit about dropping importance as well, like the reality right. transurfers. There's, there's, a, there's a whole um, chapter kind of about that uh, where he talks about uh, making the sigils. And uh, so you make the sigil, you have a think about it, and then you just and 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 you make sure that any time you want to think of it, you can you can picture it in your mind. But as soon as you remembered enough that you can picture it in your mind without any thinking about it, I hope I can explain this properly. Then you uh, need to stop thinking about it forever, right? So that okay. it just falls into the back of your mind and it works back there. You get me? So this yeah, is yeah, exactly yeah. like reality transurfing. You yeah. think about something, how are you going to do it, your methodology, the steps you're going to take to get there, and then you forget about it because yeah. your subconscious will do it or the universe will do it or whatever. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, there was stuff about, yeah, it was, it was just that. It was just that it, it, it speaks a lot about the, the, the unconscious and trying to get in touch with it, touch with it you know. And about like even like the stuff about sorcery and like when I see the word sorcery, I'm like, oh god, here we go. But it's like, <laughs> no, he says here like sorcery is the art of capturing spirits and training them to work in harness. But knowing from the start of the book is that it's this psychotechnology, so it's all in your head. So the way I see it is that there's all these like like, like with, with with your cards, I see them as the uh, archetypes, and then it's just right, okay, they're all in here or elements of it are in here. So just try and get that out of you by yeah. by meditating on it or something you know, like some people can do rituals go outside and draw in chalk or whatever but if you want to just meditate on it and it's like wow okay this is uh, this is this is this is the chaos magic fucking speaking <laughs> to me man you know what I mean yeah, I don't yeah. have to go out collecting herbs and taking magic mushrooms and whatever to get in touch with with Aries and Apollo and all these things but if that's what you do yeah fuck it go for it but like for me it's just like right you just call in an idea 
you, you think about that thing and then you let go of it and then hopefully it just continues to work in the back of your head and and then a, a day or two later or a, m- a month later or a year later then it, it'll manifest well Tommy Tommy Kelly what have you done to me <laughs> <laughs> oh well I, I, I uh, can only suggest that you brought this on yourself and uh, no, <laughs> no one to blame no, for yourself of course I did of course I did of course I did so um, tell me that so no, Stephen no, Mace is, does, what, does he is he coming from a chaos magic? Like, does he ex- expressly say chaos magic, or is it just kind of here's my ideas about magic? Or because uh, I is, haven't read the book. Let me personally. run up here now quickly. I, I'm not too sure if even chaos right. magic is is mentioned. Like what I, year I is it? What year is it written? It's in like, the seventh. Uh, I think it was written in the seventies or eighties. But the latest right. one came out in two thousand six, and you, you cannot buy it. Like the latest yeah. version is like a hundred dollars on eBay and stuff. It's impossible. I even got in touch with the publishers when like, please, like. You know, make a new Publishers. one because people people are charging a hundred dollars for this. Like, I mean, come on, you can make some you, money no? here. No, they did. They, they fuck. <laughs> you know, who's this nut job? You know, looking for a book. But um, no, look, uh, the stuff uh, is uh, 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 well. Uh, I'm only about a third of the way through, but okay. a lot of the stuff is based on uh, the teachings or writings of a man. I, I, you'll probably know him, Austin Osmond Spare. Spare, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it, it would be chaos magic then. That like he's seen as the, the granddaddy, the daddy of chaos magic, in that he was the first person to use sigils in the way that chaos magic used. Yeah, 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 Maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it seems likely. It's he's the first person who is um, deemed as using sigils in the way that we do now. It seems yeah. likely that he didn't, but uh, <laughs> that, that's his known picked as. it up somewhere. Yeah, but the, yeah. The, the, apparently, uh, uh, some art historian. I found a video on him today as well. He was saying that like. He's the first one who wrote about um, automatic drawing, yeah. which became automatic writing uh, yeah. a few years later by one of the surrealists or something. And and he was saying that like Spar is Spar or Spare? What do you call him? I say, I've said Spar all my life, but I think it is Spare. Well, spare so. might be funny because you know the, yeah, the yeah, meaning. Yeah. Like that's yeah. good. Um, uh, yeah, and 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 he was a surrealist, but he was he was probably one of the first surrealists, but he wasn't surrealist because he. Be- he was kind of too weird for the Surrealists, which is like, yeah. wow, okay, I like him even more now, you know? Um, There's a yeah, nice look, documentary I, where Alan Moore talking about him on YouTube, like a, a right. BBC thing, 10, 15 minutes, when they did an exhibition a number of years ago of his works. Like, his artwork is, is fantastic. Like, it's it's like, man can properly draw, like, and stuff like yeah. that. But, it, like, um, so I tried to read some of his actual books, and I find them very... It's the Book of Satyrs, or whatever way that's pronounced, S-A-T-Y-R-S. Um, I find it hard to, to uh, absorb his kind of brain, but uh, mm. there's a good biography of him as well that is, is worth reading. He's an interesting character. Grant Morrison can't have him. He says uh, he likes kind of uh, the ideas that people have done with his ideas more than he likes his ideas. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, I could see that. Well, th- this is exactly what this book is, you know. But look, th- I mean, the first thing, if, if you search stealing, stealing the Fire from Heaven PDF, you'd find tons and tons of stuff. And that's, that's what we were told to do because I mean, yeah. there's no point in spending a hundred dollars on a book that's only 120 pages long or something. Sure, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. okay, if it was a big Bible of magic spells and whatever, and the collector's thing, yeah, all right, knock yourself out. But like, <laughs> and it's your own fault, um, publishers, for not for not uh, making a new one. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, I suppose the thing is, they might you know when people die. If I don't know if Stephen Mace is alive or not, but like families can have issues yeah. with reprinting and there's like all well, that. But apparently. I looked up something about him. Apparently, he does other sort of meta. What does he call meta physical meta? 
Yeah, metaphysical, I suppose. Yeah, yeah metaphysical books out and they all have terrible covers, like a man standing like that and sunbeams uh, all right. protruding from him. So <laughs> his other books don't get as a, a good rap like, like this yeah, one. Yeah, that, that, that one, Stealing the Fire, is definitely touted and recommended by so many people. And it's just one of those things that I just just didn't get round to it. It's not that there was any kind of avoidance around. Mm. I will read it, just, but there's so many books and you can't. I assume the title is alluding to Prometheus or Lucifer. Like, I mean, that's the, you know, the stole the fire from heaven be, and, give, yeah. it, and give it to not, us. I, so. I haven't come, it's not been mentioned yet. Like, there's not many uh, gods and stuff mentioned so far and angels. Although there have been a couple, like, uh, during, he, he, there's a bit of a banishing and a couple of names are mentioned, all right. And then I was, like, I was comparing it to what, what you've written about banishing. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's very different. <laughs> 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 you know, like his, this guy, this spar, spare, his method of banishing was that you kind of imagine that there's um, an X, Y, and a Z force field around you. So you oh, imagine right. it starts behind your eyes and then you create a kind of uh, a bubble that extends a meter out. Yeah, and, and around you. And then another one, yeah, that's this direction. And then the other one is kind of in a circular direction. And then there's one in the middle across your so- shoulders. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the bit of that's in Lieber Null as well. The Pete Carroll and uh, Gordon White has certainly done, I'm yeah. pretty sure, a blog post of something similar. Um, yeah, so that's what I mean. That, like, that I probably am aware of some of, I'm certainly aware of uh, Spell, <laughs> let's say, uh, his work from, like I say, from other people more than uh, his thing. Come here till I ask you, the Alan Moore documentary that you watched, what, what was your, your, your kind of, because I know you, you know Alan Moore and you've, you've listened, I've sent you other ones of his kind of thing. It's a very convincing, I find, uh, approach to magic. I mean, there's not, like, while it's quite woo, it's, it's um, you would find it hard to disagree with nearly anything he said in it. Like, there's no, yeah, 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 and yeah. we're all reptiles. Or, you know, <laughs> the Jews secretly run the world. Or, you know, it never, you know, the way we're always talking about, there's always that one point where you go, ah, why did you do that? <laughs> you know, you watch, like something like Thomas Sheridan. I was watching Thomas Sheridan uh, video last night and it was brilliant and you would have loved it. It's all about Irish gods and Irish mythology and bringing the whole thing in. And then at the very end, he goes on this kind of, Muslims are going to take over the world thing. And it's going, yeah. ah, come on, really, seriously, like. What was what, what's the point of that? But Alan Moore doesn't like in that. It's like kind of by then we go, yeah, right, okay, let's do this. You know? Yeah, well, it's, it's like it, I mean, it's it's that I, I said this to you, to you before, and I've already said it in in this podcast, and it's that the thing you said to me about this woo years ago was that it's about hacking your hacking your subconscious, and that's always yeah. been something that has kind of. Uh, Maybe it triggered something in me that made me more curious or just something that kind of taken my fancy because it's that, like, I know, like, I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but it's just something that, like, like we all think about our subconscious and, like, what, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Really, <laughs> you know? And that uh, if you can use things that can help yourself attune to, you know, whether it's being more creative or being fucking, being more loving or whatever it is, or if it's, if 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 it's a way of kind of tricking your brain or getting your brain on your side so that you can, you know, go towards your potential, whatever the fuck that may be, then yeah, cool. That's that's worth going for. But like some people are going to look at it differently. Some people are just going to be like, right, I need a spell because I want to have sex with my neighbor who's really yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. that like, you know, me and you are kind of like coming from the thing of like, well, 
I just, I, I just want to be better. I just don't want these... to think the way I think. Can I think yeah, something yeah, different, like I, please? I have these faults and I want to improve <laughs> on them. And yeah. I, you know, I'm not looking to be, it's, it's, no one's, we're not looking to be millionaires or billionaires or anything like that. But it's that like, right, I just, I'd like to be good. I'd like to be a good yeah. human. <laughs> you know, Candice. Well, I suppose that's, that's um, traditionally kind of um, defined then as high magic and low magic, I suppose. Although people, don't like that either, and I don't know if I like. As soon as you start, oh, putting words on other words, you're kind of losing things. Yeah, but it's like that yeah, low yeah, magic yeah. being the, you know, low magic would be the universal basic income. You know, it's you're looking after that kind of area of things. It's <laughs> yeah. your it's your house over your head. It's the sex with the the you know the sexy neighbour. It's the you know cursing your, oh. Uh, friend who ran off with the sexy name or whatever yeah. it is you know that, that kind of whereas the high magic is more the uh, alchemical process of changing you know that thing of which they like the, it's the changing the shit into the gold or it's changing yeah. you know the, the person into the the base and do you the, think the, tell the me when, when you when you when you started getting into comics and and realized that more was into the, all this stuff and morrison was into this stuff did it did it speak like were you into were you into it before you knew they were into it or what? I didn't know Alan Moore was into magic until pretty much that documentary came out, which was two thousand. I thought it was two thousand six, but I looked up. It's two thousand and three, and I had read *Fear from Dead* or *Watchmen*, all of his two thousand eighty stuff, all of that. Um, of course, he didn't announce it until he was forty, so it's not as if I didn't know it. No one knew it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and it's definitely not as obvious. Uh, in his work, in the way that it is, at, say Grant Morrison's and in Invisibles, okay. Um, and I did say, and I was aware of Grant Morrison too because he had done that uh, comic or, or that series in two thousand and eight called Zenit when I was very young and I was very aware, which is a kind of a Scottish, I think he's Scottish superhero. Um, and so we, you know, I did know that, and it was, it was years of being in comics uh, to this, of having kind of come out of comics they're kind of I think everyone kind of goes through a stage where they kind of stop reading comics more than just oh you know I'm an adult now I'm going to stop reading comics there's a point where the story stopped working for you I think and then you have to rediscover them later okay. and most people do come back to them so mm. when I came back um, I was it was yeah no I still had it was I was had read Alan Moore and Grant Morrison for a long while to answer your question before I knew they were even into magic so yeah. yeah but I like I mean that's could be to do it because my interest in all of this I wouldn't have called it magic until very recently like it's until that this info lecture like Grant Morrison the screaming you know <laughs> madman that thing like that that literally changed my kind of outlook on kind of having a vague spirituality Stuart Wildey not really known kind of your bit of a law of attraction thing into oh right this is a thing this is this is yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's so many people describe it as saying as this is a thing that describes what I've been doing for so long and I, I just thought it was me being you know eclectic out in the wilderness trying to you know hovel some sort of theory of life together <laughs> and then you go oh no that the, you know someone else someone came up with this in the 70s and 80s and, and you know there is an actual thing and you go all oh, right okay now I'm home and I can um because it's, a, it's a great thing about chaos magic is that it's not like you become a Catholic and you go, oh, well, I found Jesus and, you know, now my life. It's like, oh, I found a process by which I can discover the world. And mm. so, you know, it, it, and it, so then there's growth that is totally and utterly um, 
fostered by a kind of uh, a chaos magic approach that isn't necessarily fostered by something that is a bit more rigid, dogmatic, or structured. So, yeah, I don't think you asked that question, but there's an answer to a question you didn't it's ask. Fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, Um And, like, I mean, they both have these... The, Alan Moore's idea with ideas, idea spaces is, is brilliant. brilliant. But, uh, yeah. like, Grant Morrison's is similar but different, whereas that, like, like, I have this kind of idea that Grant Morrison maybe has a bit of writer's block and he has a character and he's saying, right, okay, who is the archetype for this character? Okay, I'm going to get stoned or yeah. I'm going to get drunk or whatever it is he does. I have no idea. Yeah. And maybe he'll just draw a glyph or, or, or a, a sigil or whatever and you just try and concentrate on that thought and then the thought will come to him and he'll say, right, oh, okay, I got it, I got it. I know how to get out of this mess. Whereas um, Alan Moore might be in a similar thing and whereas Grant Morrison seems to go looking for the source of the archetype or whatever he's looking for, Alan Moore, I imagine, probably just clears his mind and maybe goes for a walk in the forest and lets the idea tune into him, rather. Yeah, Does well, I sense? don't know. Yeah, it makes sense, but I don't know, because um, Alan Moore, for the thing of Grant Morrison is, say, more aligned, say, archetypical things, Alan Moore uses more established characters than Grant Morrison does to a large extent in that. In, <laughs> That's mad. In mo like, because, like, Alan Moore, FIFA Fendetta is obviously Guy Fawkes, that, like, I mean, that yeah. whole kind of thing. Um, obviously, a big spin. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is literally collections of all other people's characters. Yeah, Watch, things Watchmen, that were out of copyright <laughs> at <yeah>. the time. <laughs> Watchmen it was a reworking of the old Charlton comics. Um, yeah, From Hell, that is Jack the Ripper based on true events, mostly based on a book, on someone else's book, um, or theory about it. You've Lost Girls, which is Alice in Wonderland, and, oh, who's the other ones? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. A number of kind of other characters put together. Yeah. Um, his book, have you ever read Promethea? No. That comic, right? Well, that that's that's definitely on your list. That is his most overt magic comic. It's probably the most obvious magic comic in that it's. Um, a, hmm, how do I not spoil stuff? It's about a character who ends up going through um, the different stages of the Kabbalah, and it explains it as, as it goes oh, along. Okay. So it's a, a, a okay. complete magical journey. It, along the way, you will learn about Kabbalah and the tarot cards and archetypes and all of these things. So it's definitely what that one's worth reading. And probably his most original, in a sense, idea, because it's not it's not based on a on a real character, but it's interesting that the story in it pretends that it is. <laughs> okay. I guess you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. interesting. But like yeah. in, in, in this one that I've been reading, this Steal the Fire from Heaven, like he's very dismissive of the of the Kabbalah tradition and the Rossicurians that were called. Rosicrucians. Yeah, Rosicrucians. Yeah. He says that like most kind of magic that's practiced these days comes from that, and he's like, yeah, well, we don't need to use that, so let's do our own thing. And that's based on this Kabbalah thing, but we also don't need to do that, so we can just do our own thing. And I'm like, this guy is awesome. I love this yeah, guy. Yeah. He's just taking all the shortcuts, and he's like, fuck all that <laughs> tradition. Let's do shit our way. You know? Yeah, I don't mean, like, that, but, that but, is... But Tommy, but Tommy yes. that, that, must lead, that must lead you then to read something and say, well, I can dismiss that too, because I have found my own way, and I'm going to do it this way. No? Yes. But uh, Jason Miller says, and I totally agree with him on this, in that you should at least do it properly once to see why you're dismissing it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's I like, think, it's I think like... it's, uh, dismissing stuff is fine once you're not doing it uh, because you're being lazy 
or a lack of knowledge yeah, or a lack yeah, yeah, of... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't. It's, it's the thing with writing. It's like, you know, how come Cormac McCarthy doesn't have to use full stops? Well, because, you know, he, he's written 15 books already. Yeah, you, know, yeah, like, yeah. you need to know the rules before you can break them. I, I understand that, yeah. Even though yeah. there shouldn't be rules. Uh, am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I personally like rules, but I like um, particularly... It's not really rules. I like um, structure. And Maybe I think tradition, is a better... No, no, no. In, like, say, in, when I'm doing a comic, and I'm doing it at the minute, as much as I, there's a kind of a free flow and all of that stuff, that's very important, but there's also a need to kind of um, have certain, say, rules around, say, the artwork where I'm going, well, I'm going to do it in a certain way, in a certain style. I'm going to have a certain, um, you know, the, the shading is going to be done in this type of way. There's, or this, so you're, you've kind yeah, of, you're yeah. setting yourself up so that it becomes a coherent thing. And I think without kind of structure rules, it's likely to be incoherent, which is fine if you're trying to make something incoherent. But if you're yeah. trying to mould something together. So I think you can, like eclecticism is absolutely fine. Incoherentness is probably not as good unless that's what you're trying to do. And Makes would sense. you ever do something like, 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 say, my imagined way that Morrison and, 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 and Moore get over the writer's block. Do you ever do stuff like that or, or what? I've never like, in my you, life suffered you, from writer's at, block, so I don't know. You never have wires at writer's block? And I don't know. I'd like, I mean, I've, it's, I've had times when I can't write or I can't draw, but it's not, I don't think it's in the same. It's usually down to tiredness, um, circumstance. Oh, but I mean, I, I suffer from, I've far too many ideas that um, I would like to get out, then I don't have any ideas. Okay. Okay, but then, so let me change it then. Like, if you have a stumbling block with a character, like, what do you do with them? Oh, right, okay. I I wait and uh, till they tell me what what's going on. Okay, so you happens. would be like the Alan Moore then, that I've ma- imagined, that he just waits, yeah, for, that thing. Yeah, yeah, waits for the yeah. idea to tune in like a radio. Because I think he even says that in the documentary. It's it's a bit like a radio uh, looking for a signal. And it, the signal will is looking for the radio, but the radio has to be of that signal to find it. I, I think that's what he says. Something yeah, well, like I mean, if he doesn't, he has said it. Uh, yeah. It's not that documentary. It's a thing, yeah. I would assume Grant Morrison is, you know, a receiver to it, or he would see himself as part of it. But I don't know. It's a, it's. I do no, understand but, uh, but, the, the point, the, the kind of yeah, distinction. I see you're, him you're more, as an, more as an instigator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's after the idea, so he's like, "Well, I want to write a song like John Lennon. I'm going to go talk to fucking John Lennon." It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, mad yeah. bastard. Whereas yeah. that, like, you know, maybe Alan Moore is a bit like, "Well, I want to write a song," and then two weeks later, he has a song that came to him in the Forest Walk. I don't know. Like, I'm obviously hypothesizing here. I don't yeah. So, like, clue. yeah. Well, whether or not whatever Alan Moore or Grant Morrison do, my my process is certainly I create space for whatever it is to arrive to me rather than try to it's kind of the opposite of what you do with your woodworking where you're making something out of something you know but mm. so you know that whole sculpture thing of you see a block and you just cut away the bits that aren't the statue you know it's allowing the thing to be yeah but it's it's kind of just like um yeah it's yeah it's 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 about allowing Rather than getting going up into idea space and grabbing some stuff and goes, I'll have a bit of this and a bit of that or whatever, it's more like going, right, what have you? What have you for me? And then, <laughs> then, you know, and then allow it to kind of come. I mean, that's so fucking wanky, but I mean, <laughs> the more I find that I, I kind of get out of my own way um, while maintaining a kind of a coherent st- structure, it's, a, it's, it's odd, I can't really describe it. The more I try to um, allow the idea to be whatever the idea wants to be, um, the better the idea seems to be. So, like, what 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 will make you like 
like obviously there's been characters over the years you've written or half written. Like yeah. what, what what kind of thing will make you kill them? You know, kill your babies. Um, a better idea. <laughs> you know, okay, like the, simple uh, yeah, as that. simple as that. Yeah, that if if like um, I don't know. It's like the same thing as uh, when people say, "How do you know something is a synchronicity, not just a coincidence?" I go because it feels different. Right. Okay. There's kind of a sensation to it, or how do you know? You know, when you see something, you've done magic for something, and then it it happens, and you go, "How do you know that's not just thing?" Go because it feels different. And so, in that (laughs) sense, when a new idea arrives that should replace the old idea, you kind of just know, you know, and and you could you could battle it, or you can kind of, and sometimes you kind of go, "Oh, but I wanted to do the other thing," but it just feels, it feels kind of right. And I'm sure, though, at times I've. Done the wrong, taking the wrong idea. Like I mean, it's it's not some, it's not an exact <laughs> science or any of these kind oh, of course, things. Of course. You know, but, but like, I certainly feel this... it. I feel it out. I feel. Does this feel right? And it's kind of like I present the idea to my emotions or to my etheric field, and then see how gauge what the response physically is. But I do that with all ideas, not just creative ideas. Like I'll kind of go, how do I know if something is true? Like say you say to me, um, well, you know, I think that uh, Margaret Thatcher was a reptile. I will kind of throw that into my kind of aura. <laughs> And then kind of go, well, what's what? No, no, that, that, that's not true. You know, it's, it's like... It's... <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, like, so on a, on, a, on, a, on a kind of woo level then, this idea of idea space that Moore has, and then also Morrison, uh, you know, wrecking his brain for the archetypes to find answers and stuff. Like, is this... Is this subconscious or collective conscious, consciousness? I'll have you know? okay. How can you know? Um, it's I, 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 it's like idea space, astral plane, collective unconscious, dream world, um, you know, left brain, right brain, you know, inherited memory, some sort of group memory or group think, public opinion, yeah. fashion. You know, it's like where's where's the lines of all of these things? Yeah, you know? like, where is the where's the um, Alan Moore would, would definitely say it's, a, it's a, a place that we go to, you know, like in, in his theory that it's that's not part of him, that's external to him that we all yeah. have access to, um, which, of course, Carl Jung has the same kind of the collective unconscious, the collective memory, the collective kind of, that's where the archetypes are, that's where, you know, your... Um, oh, I don't know, like that. that's where the, the things originate, I suppose, and it's kind of, that it, it's... The evolution of that is from you know what happens by people or whatever is reflected in that. It's the same with astral plane to say that the stuff starts there first before it comes here. It's like where are things before they become things? You know where is an idea before it becomes an idea? Yeah. Where, where it's and that's the idea of chaos in in the sense of chaos magic, which is the not related to anarchy in the kind of bad idea we have of anarchy. You know, we kind of think of chaos as a mess or kind of havoc or things falling apart or, you know, being some sort of lack of structure, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's potentiality. It's the thing, it's what an idea is before it becomes an idea. It's that kind of primordial energy, but it's not an energy because it predates energy. It's, it's before anything is anything, it's that. And then, then it's our job as consciousness to use that, so take that from idea space, to take it from there to manifest it here. Be that be an idea, be that be a chair, be that be a comic, be it whatever, is that thing. That's, I think, the general kind of consensus of what 
all of that is pointing at, and I certainly that's how it feels. That feels true to me. That that's yeah, he mentions um, Alan Moore mentions um, that a strange coincidence actually, because after reading this, I think a day or two before, I'm coming up to the very end now. Reality transfer from finally, <laughs> and uh, there was a there was a hundred pages there where it was a real Albert, albatross around my neck because it was all about relationships and stuff, and I'm, I'm I don't I'm okay with that. Yeah. And uh, the wife probably doesn't think that after the weekend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, couldn't resist that one. Um, no, uh, he in the book he mentioned uh, Rupert uh, Sheldrake. Yes. And Alan Moore also mentioned him as well. Mm. And he has this idea, and I haven't really looked into it yet, but he's, I have I have him pinned here in, in, yeah. my, in my browser. I'm going to go back to him and, and listen to some of his talks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the, the morphogenic fields, yeah. Yeah, there's this kind of membrane, and that's where your ideas are, and it's just about kind of getting them. and, and like, Well, it's that more Sheldrake is more that if something happens once, it's more likely to happen again, in that there's some kind of memory that yeah. is involved in the structure of reality. And that, so it's that thing of that why is, and this is debated, why is the Times crossword easier to do at night than it is in the morning? Because more people have done it. That's, it's, that's the kind of idea. Um, why do animals in one country, why do rats in one country who learn how to um, traverse a maze, a particular maze, why do then, if you introduce the same maze to rats in a different country who've never met each other, do they learn that maze quicker? Yeah. and that's the kind of general so it's rather than laws being inherent like the speed of light or gravity whatever like it's laws you would see them more as habitual responses or habits right yeah 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 yeah. it's mad because like I, pres- I well, no, well yeah no I have thought about this like in, in 100 years time or 200 years time like people are going to look back at us and just go you fucking monkeys you were oh, yeah, so yeah. stupid the yeah. answer was staring us in the face, you idiots. <laughs> you know, we're all like, oh, I wonder what shirt I'll wear today so that someone <laughs> on Instagram fucking likes me. It's like, this, you know, eh. it doesn't matter. All of our ideas are there and we should just pop, 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 pop. And the world would be a better place. What have you done to me, Tommy Kelly? <laughs> God damn you, man. I was happy. No, I wasn't. I was miserable. <laughs> I remember very early on when I met you, and we had some reason um, we talked about, uh, this was way before Slack, way before, this is back in Twitter days, and if something came up about God or something like that, and I was, was I was like, wasn't dismissing it, and you were saying, and you, you were like, you sent me best go, well, I'll tell you what, Tommy, you believe in your God if you want, but I'll, over, I'll be over here not doing that, or something equally kind of, you know, go, hmm. Oh, uh, nasty spot, huh? <laughs> I remember so well, when you started your, your, your adventures in Wu, uh, me and another guy left your uh, uh, newsletter thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pissy email, why'd you leave? I was like, well, I'm not interested in it. Like, <laughs> That's not actually the story what happened. It was a much funnier story that I, I, I said to Lara, oh, I see you, or a thing saying that uh, you had left the thing trying to wind you up and you were having none of it I went yeah I don't care either (laughs) (laughs) okay so it wasn't pissy then alright fair enough we know oh no it was definitely pissy but it was trying to be funny you were were just going alright whatever I was going ah shite yeah whatever (laughs) oh thank god I'm not that annoying anymore oh Jesus but I mean it's all the journey innit you know I'm better than I was yesterday I I was bad during the weekend no but you know like I presume you, you probably feel the same like when better man than I was five years ago or, and I'm heading towards something oh yeah this is it and this is the kind of why I think I, mean, I suppose this is a 
go back to why I think I was kind of annoyed this morning is the, the it felt like there was no progress. Yeah. Uh, like the like the same with the rash around the eye, getting the back to press and kind of going, oh well, what if after this pandemic? <laughs> You're just back to fucking reality, the way it was, and I was kind of going, oh, let's not do that, please. <laughs> you know, Hope that kills you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be all right. Be grand. It'll be grand. It'll be grand. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>